What's up, people? Another episode of Justice Sport. I'm Jamal K. Davis, and boy, what a day Thursday has been. There's a lot, a lot to get into. And I feel like I'm just not really in the mood to get into it. Brittany Griner has been freed. Happy for her and her family. A report came out from Congress about Daniel Snyder and his team's The Toxic Culture. We got World Cup coming back up again after a couple days of no games. That's coming up. And NFL football. That's right. Another week. Another week of NFL football and I'm going to make my gut check picks. I'm going to start with uh, Brittany Griner. And I don't really talk. I, I don't really follow politics that much. I don't like to. It's probably the one thing that gets me fired up about things. And this falls in sport, but I do talk sports and this falls into sports and politics. And I am happy that Brittany Briner has been released from a Russian prison and she's coming back home. And I think that USA uh, did right by getting her back home. But I also feel like this, what else are you going to say? It was an uneven trade. Victor Boot wasn't nicknamed the Merchant of Death for, for fun. He conspired to kill Americans. He's an arms dealer. And I've read a lot today. Oh, he's retired. He wasn't really an arms dealer anymore. There was a reason why Russia wanted him back. They know his value. And that's the only thing that makes it tough for me to hear, oh, you know, people in the intelligence community at the Pentagon, armed forces weren't happy about it. Retired U.S. Marine Paul Whelan is still imprisoned in Russia and wasn't part of the exchange. And yes, I know, oh, well, he's, he, his charges are different. They're espionage charges. I know all of that. I know all of that. And still, I am somewhat torn. I really am. I can see how some people would be upset that, you know, someone who fought for this country was not brought home and they brought home a basketball player. My hope is out of this, Brittany will champion for Paul Whelan. Brittany will champion for some level of justice. Yeah, there are people out there that are going to say, well, America showed that they're weak. They gave one of the, I mean, he's the most wanted man in the world, people. He wasn't just some local drug dealer. Most wanted man in the world at one point. 
There's no doubt that Wheeland should have been a part of it. It wasn't an eye for an eye, if you will. And I hope that no player ever goes to play for Russia again from the WNBA. That's what I want to see. Like, if all of a sudden players are still, you know, like, oh, well, maybe we can go back next year. Nope. Nope. No WNBA player should ever, ever play for Russia again. And if you take the money, I think you're hypocrites. I really do. And we can rejoice in Brittany Griner being back home and hope that somehow, some way, Paul Whelan's going to come home. And realistically, look, I mean, it's not like I know about any prisoners of war or prisoner swaps or people, you know, I don't watch Locked Up Abroad. This sounds like the best Locked Up Abroad episode ever. Brittany Griner's going to write a book, probably have a movie about her. She's going to capitalize off of this. Or excuse me, she could capitalize off of it if she wants to. But who knows what she's dealing with and what she decides to do. And I hope her recovery is a speedy one and she can play basketball again. My worst fear is that you're going to find out, maybe not even a year from now, maybe three, six months from now, that my man Victor Boot is back out there killing people. Selling arms to African nations in Middle Eastern countries. And whatever else he did that I was reading about Victor Boot. I didn't know anything really about him. But my man is dangerous. And that was not an even swap. But it is what it is. And there's probably way more nuance. Of course not probably. There is way more nuance that I don't know about. And I'm going to continue to read about it. Because I got to understand this better. I got to understand it more. I am kind of a conspiracy guy. I know I can be that. And I'll tell you what. One conspiracy I think about is I don't think it was a coincidence that Daniel, that this report, this uh, congressional report, 79 pages came out today of all days. You know they all talk. You know someone on the Hill knew this was coming out. They were like, let's put this out today for two reasons. Either the Brittany Griner story will make it kind of be secondary and we won't talk about it really. On the flip side for the NFL, it's like, yeah, just put this report out. Well, it'll go away because everybody's just going to talk about Brittany Griner for the next week and then it'll be over. So it works out for the U.S. government and the National Football League to put this report out today. It does. Come on. You don't understand PR. You know there are certain days that you put out reports. And this was a damning report for the Washington Commanders, the owner Daniel Snyder, and for the NFL. Because the government says that, quote, the NFL officials were acting like they were doing something. 
Then they turn around and fix it so she can't talk. Her report is never going to be made public. Yes, she was supposed to be hired to address it. The hypocrisy, the coordinated effort to hide what they acknowledge, end quote. And that is the lawyer, Beth Wilkinson, who was hired by the commander to investigate workplace misconduct in the well, at that time, the Washington football team. Come on. Everything is done for a reason. It's no coincidence this report came out today. No coincidence whatsoever. I'm curious what the fallout is going to be. That saying that Daniel Snyder willfully participated in the toxic environment and obstructed the 14th month congressional inquiry. Dodged a subpoena, intimidated witnesses, saying he didn't recall many things. I mean, that's classic. First thing I thought about when I thought it was like Sammy Sosa. He's like, I don't speak English. Back in the day about this, the steroid era. NFL spokesperson Brian McCarthy, quote, the NFL is committed to ensuring that all employees of the NFL and the 32 clubs work in a professional, supportive environment that is free from discrimination, harassment, and other forms of illegal or unprofessional conduct. I mean, yeah, you make those comments, but, you know, as Tony Soprano says, we're running a business here. So you know very well the NFL is trying to protect their business. You got the GOP saying that the government's out to get Daniel Snyder. It's just going back and forth. You know, when you get lawyers involved and you're on Congress, all that stuff, that's a lot. Bruce Allen refusing to take the fall. Come on, Bruce Allen singing like a canary. He's trying to save himself. Daniel Snyder's trying to put it on him. Trying to blame him for the toxic culture. And Bruce Allen was like, I wasn't even there the whole time. Come on. The whole thing just stinks. Both topics stink. Brittany Griner and Daniel Snyder. I think they are both very uh, polarizing topics that will further separate. Could lead to the downfall of not just the NFL team, but the league and a country, a nation. As I was reading, you know, uh, the the good people on both sides comments and some were criticizing, some were not. It's, uh, today was pretty, pretty interesting day to say the least, to say the least.
The last comment I heard, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. They asked Kevin Durant about uh, his thoughts on Aaron Judge. He says, I'm a Nationals fan. You know, the first thing that came to my mind is, well, are you a Wizards fan? Then why didn't you sign? You got to be a Wizards fan too. Come on, man. You had a chance to come home. You had a chance to lift up a franchise, your home team, and you couldn't do it. And no, at the time, Steph Curry and Klay Thompson were the best backcourt duo in the NBA, but Wall and Beal were pretty close. You could at least, I, I think if Kevin Durant had signed with Washington, I could have seen them in the Eastern Conference Finals or the NBA Finals. Just couldn't do it. So it's funny. That 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 was just the thought that came to my mind. That was it. Kevin Durant saying I'm a Nationals fan. I, we already know he's a Washington Commanders fan. So I just want to know if he's a Wizards fan. And if you are a Wizards fan, why couldn't you play for your home team? I will forever ask that question. And I'm sure if I got to talk to Kevin Durant about it, he probably, you know... We be going at it. Or he consider me just a non-millionaire peon to just go away. Probably. I love Kevin Durant. I want him to come to Washington. That's why I'm so passionate about it. I know his talent and skill. I know it. I also know that, once again... What did I tell you? Watch out for the New Orleans Pelicans. Now everybody wants to talk about them. Oh, who are the New Orleans Pelicans? How good are they? Can they compete for the NBA Finals? I told you at the start of the season to watch out for them. I said last year when the trade was made, I said watch out for them. Now where are they? Sitting atop the Western Conference. And I know the season's long. I know that. We got a long way to go. I just said watch out for them. They won five in a row, eight and two in their last ten. Dare I say it? Yeah, I'm going to say it. Outside of Boston Celtics, there is no better team right now than the New Orleans Pelicans. And I am not going to say that they're necessarily... Heads above the other teams. But if I look at the Phoenix Suns, you tell me what roster would you take? I think you don't know much about the Pelicans, but that Pelicans roster is pretty good. And their big three can stand up to any big three in the West and the East. Who on defense is going to stop Zion? No one. Who on defense can stop Brandon Ingram? In my mind, not many, because I'm telling you, he is Kevin Durant. He's got that skill set. He has that skill set. And he's showing it. Averaging 20 points per game. 
Zion Williamson averaging 23. And C.J. McCollum averaging 17. He could be at 20. They've got good young players. Crafty. Jackson Hayes. Jose Alvarado. Larry Nance Jr. shows up once in a while. Jonas Valanciunas. Trey Murphy III. They have talent on that team, and you better watch out for the New Orleans Pelicans. There's a reason they sit in first place. And if they stay healthy, whoo, man, what a team. What a team. Man. All right, as we look forward to the National Football League, that's all I want to talk about. I was going to talk about the Celtics, but they, they I mean, they wiped the floor with Phoenix yesterday. That game was, that was, that was a disaster. We're going to look ahead to the NFL. And I'm going to do my gut check picks. It's time for my gut check picks. I don't know if there was anything else I wanted to talk about. Well, I mean, I, I want to talk a little bit about the World Cup. I'll do that before I do my gut check picks. What do I know? We got Croatia versus Brazil tomorrow morning. We got Argentina, Netherlands tomorrow afternoon. And then Saturday, we got Portugal, Morocco, and England, France. And before I do my football picks, I guess I'll do my football picks. My gut check picks for the World Cup. Brazil, Croatia. I'm taking Brazil, but it's minus 270. I mean, they're going to win. Netherlands, Argentina. Now, that's the tough game. I'm going with the upset of the Netherlands. They were my sleeper pick at the start of the World Cup. And I think you better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Netherlands is gonna beat Argentina. Gather around. Port. I'm sorry. I just did that, y'all. I'm sorry. Portugal versus Morocco. I'm taking Portugal at minus 150. In England, France. Oh boy, who am I gonna pick here? I am going with France and Mbappe. The best player in the world in my mind right now at plus 145. And those are my gut check picks for the World Cup. Brazil minus 270, Netherlands plus 260, Portugal minus 150, and France plus 145. Boom. Now, if you want some team futures, Netherlands to win the World Cup is at 1,400. I'll buy that for a dollar. 
Although I'm really sad. I'm happy. Messi scoring well. Brazil, Neymar, okay, maybe he'll get himself back together. Portugal with uh, Ronaldo is making me really sad. I mean, he's really just destroying all goodwill he has as a player. I don't like it. It makes me sad. He's one of my favorite players to watch. If Chelsea wants him, we'll take him. But probably not if you're going to get half a billion dollars or something ridiculous like that to play for Saudi Arabia's soccer team, right? Something, some crazy deal like that. All right, time for my gut check picks in the NFL. Raiders are favored on the road. The home dog Rams plus six and a half. Are the Rams that bad? I just don't think the Rams are that bad. I'm going to take the Rams at plus six and a half. Eagles at the Giants. The, the Giants are the home dog at plus seven. I think we'll see a little bit of fight out of them. I'm going to take the Giants at plus seven. And by the way, right, the underdog has done well this season in the NFL in general. Jets at the Bills. The Jets. Ooh, oh boy. They should have won at Minnesota. They had what, seven shots? Six shots at the at the end zone inside the 10 and couldn't get it done. Lost by five. Playing the Buffalo Bills at home. Ooh, I think that's going to be a close game. I'm going to take the Jets plus 10. Probably a mistake. Browns at the Bengals. The Bengals are favored at minus five and a half. Deshaun Watson didn't do much. He's going to get booed again. He's probably also thankful about all the other news about Daniel Snyder and Brittany Griner. How many people are going to be thinking about Deshaun Watson now? He can slowly ease his way back into playing for the Browns as if he did nothing wrong. He definitely said he didn't do anything wrong, but I'm taking the Bengals at minus five and a half. Minnesota Vikings at the Lions. The Lions are favored at, at minus two. Wow. Are the Lions playing that well? To beat the Vikings, I'm going to take the Vikings plus two. Texans at the Cowboys. The Cowboys are favored at minus 17 and a half. That is a large number. I mean, 17 and a half, can I take that? I know, I know they put a hurt in last week. The Cowboys did um, on the Saints, right? Wasn't it the Saints? Yeah, no. Oh my gosh, I can't remember who it was. But man, minus 17 and a half, that's a lot. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it. Probably going to be a bad beat. Ravens at the Steelers. The Steelers are favored minus two. There's no Lamar Jackson. I'm going to take the Steelers at minus two at home against the Ravens. That's going to be a good game. Jaguars at the Titans. The Titans are favored minus four. I'm going to take the Titans minus four. Chiefs at the Broncos. Broncos are favored at minus nine. I don't know what the Broncos are doing. I really don't. But I'm going to... Do I take the Broncos? My gut says take the Broncos. I'm taking the Broncos at plus nine. Not to win, but that it will be a little bit closer than that. Panthers at the Seahawks. Seekers, Seahawks are favored at minus four and a half. I'm taking the Seahawks. Bucks at the Niners. So here's the thing. Brock Purdy. Who is Brock Purdy? Somehow, he was getting it done for the 49ers. But a player who was doing even better was Tom Brady. 
coming back from his largest deficit ever in the fourth quarter of 13 points to win last week. That was against the Saints, right? Yeah, that was the Saints. Man, I'm just all lost. I just don't know what the Niners are going to be. Can their defense really do it? I'm going to say Buccaneers at plus three and a half. Dolphins-Chargers is the night game. The Chargers are not favored at home at plus three. Uh, I, uh, you know, I'm not a Brandon Staley fan, but I love Justin Herbert. The Chargers, they really got to show up or they may be out of the playoffs. So at least one of the favorites, I'm going to take the Chargers as a home dog at plus three. And then Monday night, Patriots Cardinals. I have no idea who's going to win this game, but I'm going to take the Cardinals at plus two. And those are my gut check picks. Cardinals plus two, Chargers plus three. Bucks plus three and a half, Seahawks minus four and a half, Broncos plus nine, Titans minus four, Steelers minus two, Cowboys minus 17 and a half, Vikings plus two, Bengals minus five and a half, Jets plus 10, Giants plus 10, excuse me, plus seven, and the Rams plus six and a half. And those are my gut check picks. And that'll do it for Just for Sport. Enjoy your sports weekend. We got World Cup. What are you watching? World Cup or NFL? Maybe you got two televisions. I think you might take the World Cup over the National Football League if you could. Um, Luckily, they are playing opposite each other. I was just curious which one you would watch um, as I put that survey out. But enough said out of me. That's it for Just for Sport. I'm Jamoke Davis. Ciao for now. Are you looking for a better way to play player props or daily fantasy sports? Well, look no further than Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the leading over under daily fantasy game. Why? Because it's so easy to use and win. You can make your picks in under 30 seconds and win up to 10 times your money in one day. Right now, we have a special offer for our viewers and listeners of the Just for Sport podcast. All you have to do is sign up now and use the promo code JFORSPORT and prize picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Yep, that's right. They'll match your first deposit up to $100. So join the over 150,000 others who found a better way to play and download the prize picks app today.